The following guided meditation was given at Common Ground Meditation Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. One of the things we'll do at the end of the meditation this morning is our <clears throat> reflection on sharing the merit. And I just pasted something in the chat there with uh, one version of that. Um, we've been doing a little bit of that now for the last few weeks, just as a way of learning how to creatively do that sharing of the blessings of our life. And it's just interesting how we, <laughs> it seems like a bit of a stretch that that there's some goodness in my life that I can actually give away. And in doing that, it uh, it really amplifies the goodness and the sense of well-being. And in a Buddhist sense, the experience of self-esteem, we don't usually use that term. But it's true, we, we can feel like our heart, the goodness of our heart, these wholesome tendencies of my heart are trustworthy. And it's kind of a blessing all around. And that's what the this uh, particular reflection that's recommended in the early Buddhist tradition of sharing the merit or sharing the blessings of my life. That's really what it's all about. And we'll do that at the end of the guided meditation. So while we're waiting for a few more folks to join in, just compose yourself as best you can in your sitting posture. Make adjustments, find that balance between a relative uprightness in your sitting posture and that quality of relaxation and comfort. And both are really important. And as we're settling and the body is feeling willing to be relatively still for the duration of the 35-minute meditation period, we can practice one of the paramis that we've been learning, the parami of determination or resolve. It's interesting, even just hearing that word, resolve or determination, can sort of evoke a kind of tightness. But it's really a beautiful quality, like, oh yeah, it's nice to hold the body still. And let the stillness come from just a willingness to be settled with the conditions as they are right now. doesn't mean that my life is perfect or your particular circumstances, the condition of your body, the condition of the room or chair you're sitting on is perfect. But we're going to explore that it's good enough 
to be relatively still, relatively settled. And this also means just even in terms of drinking or looking around, so that our basic sitting meditation is a profound letting go of all the other things we might do in these moments. including even looking at the screen. It's not that it's bad to look at the computer screen or to look out the window. It just means it's an interesting exploration, an interesting training, useful training, to renounce all this usual activity for a period of time in order to simplify the moment because the more simple it is, the easier it is for the heart to learn a thing or two about being mindfully aware. And of course, one of the biggest obstacles for developing our practice is the thought that I already know what it is to be mindfully aware. It's like we've We imagine we've checked that box. Oh yeah, I get it. I know what it is. I value mindfulness. And then we sort of put it on our shelf somewhere and we get on with our life, all the other things we want to think about or do or whatever. But a real moment, an ordinary moment of mindful awareness It's really profound, profoundly liberating. It's always important at the beginning of the set, as we establish mindfulness to the fore, as we freshly reconnect with the experience of being mindfully aware, it's really important to touch into the pleasure, the wholesome inner pleasure of being present in this mindful way in this balanced, clear, kind way. That in the most simple sense, it feels right, it feels good. Or you could say it's healing to be present in this mindful way. This non-judging, not being in conflict, with the moment as it is. Instead, we're mindfully aware. In a way, it's the opposite of being in conflict with the moment, to be mindfully aware. Because wisdom understands that, yep, it's like this now. And given all the causes and conditions, this is the only way this moment can be. 
So the only thing that makes sense is acceptance. Doesn't mean we give up on participating in life and bringing wholesome, supporting conditions for change, positive change. It just means that right now, this moment is the way that it is. And I have this choice. We all have this choice to be in conflict with the moment or to be intimate, to be open, to be feeling what is here to feel and to be doing our best to truthfully acknowledge, not in a conceptual sense, but just in a more direct, immediate sense, truthfully acknowledge it's like this now, feels like this now, in the body, the quality of the heart and mind, it's like this now. And can it be okay that it's like this? Or do I because of habit, need to be in conflict, need to be judging or resisting or getting tight. And this is what we're exploring, moment by moment. Of course, using the experience of embodiment, the sitting body, and for some, more specifically, the breathing body is a very useful training ground for the continuity of mindful awareness. The felt sense of the sitting body or the, more specifically, the felt sense of the breathing body. And you can just decide if you want that more general whole body awareness as a training ground, or would rather use the more specific felt sense of the breathing body as a way to support the continuity of present moment awareness. And it's not enough to make peace or to be accepting in one moment. It's really a moment by moment practice. <clears throat> Clearly connecting, <clears throat> feeling into the moment, softening,
And as we continue to cultivate <clears throat> this present moment awareness of the body, of the breathing body, just in a relaxed way, we're going to bring to mind the ten paramis, these beautiful qualities of the mind, and just see how they are supportive. So if you've been attending these last few weeks, you've already reflected on generosity as the first parami, beautiful quality of the heart. And so just notice how this being present with the breath, being present with the body and everything that's moving here in the moment can be experienced as a real act of generosity really giving the sensitive heart to the moment, willing this willingness to feel and this willingness to allow the body, to allow the breathing to be the way it is. See if you can experience that as a wholesome act of generosity, just what we're doing right now. Even fearlessness is an act of giving, act of generosity. Being, <clears throat> being soft and open is a beautiful giving generosity. Interest is a beautiful gift. Patience is a beautiful gift to give. Restraint, like when we feel like moving but we decide not to, see that also as a gift that we're giving to the moment. We're simply experiencing this present moment awareness as a act of generosity, not just to ourselves, but it's really felt as a gift to everybody, everything.
Life is so often <clears throat> complex, but there's always this option <clears throat> to be generously present with the body and generously present with the breath in the body and generously present with whatever the heart <clears throat> is feeling. And even if we don't have any additional clarity, just this much is really wholesome and in that sense beautiful and enlivening. And what we say in Buddhism is onward leading in the direction of deepening happiness and release. Just this willingness to generously show up to our life, starting with the experience of the body, the relatively still, relatively upright, sitting body here, breathing body. And in this way, we really contribute to our own well-being and it's also a gift to everyone. And we really want to sense that this wholesomeness radiates out. It's a force for good. And we learn to trust and abide in this goodness. simple goodness of being present with the body, with the breathing body, with the heart that is free from fear to some degree.
mindful awareness has this flavor of integration or wholeness, nothing being left out. But again, it's not conceptual, it's just what's already here. And this is why it's so helpful to rely on our experience of embodiment. If we can be interested and willing to feel the body, the breathing body, then it's a powerful beginning to learning how to say yes to everything that's here, being felt here and now, even the subtle. And learning how to stay interested, not to indulge in the calm or tranquility, but to balance the tranquility with a deepening interest in brightness, openness, sensitivity. This is how we develop samadhi, this powerful, balanced, clear heart that sees things just as they are. Moment by moment by moment. And we'll take a couple minutes now near the end of the set to learn how to recognize the other paramis that have naturally begun to show up here in the heart. So we have this quality of generosity, generously showing up here, feeling what's here in the moment. We have the integrity of non-harming. This is sila, or morality. But just the deep valuing, the deep desire not to cause myself or anyone harm. Not wanting to contribute to more suffering for myself or others. So there's a lot of integrity already here because sitting like we're doing, we're not setting in motion more suffering. And we can appreciate that integrity of non-harming. 
including not harming the body. There's the parami of renunciation, which is really this wisdom intuition that letting go is really helpful. Putting things down. It's not that picking things up is bad, but we always, we don't pick up in a fixed way. It's a momentarily momentary picking up a thought, an opinion, and then always followed by letting go. Renouncing any fixedness in the mind. So just notice that quality of renunciation, that wholesome quality in the heart that knows how to let go. Does it need to be fixed about anything, even our practice? And this, of course, leads naturally to the parami of wisdom, which just is this deepening understanding of karma or conditionality, cause and effect. Things are unfolding lawfully. And I can learn to participate, to be with this lawful unfolding in a way that leads to release, as opposed to a way that causes myself and others problems. The wisdom here is really learning how to participate in the lawful unfolding of life. There are ways to be skillful and ways to be unskillful. And I'm beginning to know the difference. And let's tune in to the parami of energy. Just feel this brightness, this willingness to be alert, willingness to connect. In a sense, we're energized that the present moment is relevant. We don't want to forget it. We don't want to slide back into distraction being in a bubble. Feel that energy that allows the mindfulness to persist moment to moment. Which leads us to the parami of patience or steadfastness It's really a wisdom, patience, is a wisdom that understands that everything will be revealed if the heart is steadfast, really trusts the power of wisdom and awareness and hangs in there.
in a way, patience understands that life, the unfolding of our life, is willing to teach us everything we need to learn if we just patiently keep showing up. And the parami of truthfulness, which is really about curiosity and humility, knowing that we don't know is the prerequisite for seeing the truth and for the deepening of insight. Because we're actually curious. And there's the parmi of determination or resolve. Once the wisdom, once the heart understands the value of being mindful, there slowly develops a powerful resolve. Oh, this is the way. This is what is of most value in my life to be present. Which clarifies the next parami of kindness because we do this because we care about our own well-being and the well-being of others. All of the development of our heart is because we care about this life, about suffering and the end of suffering. And then finally, the last of the 10 paramis, beautiful qualities of the heart, is this beautiful, radiant balance of equanimity. It's a very enlivened quality of the mind, equanimity. It's from this peaceful place of equanimity that life reveals everything that needs to be learned. So we let life, nature be nature, from this place of beautiful balance, equanimity. And then we see all the ways that suffering arises and all the ways that suffering can cease. Things get clearer and clearer because the heart is learning how to abide in equanimity. And it's the, you could say, the perfect place to learn. It's the deep ground, grounding of learning and insight, equanimity. So just to end or sit now by just tasting, if you can, that beautiful, radiant balance of the heart and mind. And more generally, how so many of these wholesome qualities are active, present now.
And so as I said, we'll do that sharing of the merit or sharing of the blessings of our life reflection now. I'll do it out loud, but I really encourage you every day before you go to bed, when you wake up, after you're set, to take a minute or two and just to creatively find ways to do the reflection that are meaningful for you. So here's a traditional way to do it. Having sat together for 35 minutes, the fact that all 115 of us have showed up, this is a lot of wholesomeness. All the wholesome qualities of the heart that have been developed during this meditation time. These are truly good, wholesome, not bad. And there have been many, many blessings in my life, moments of patience, moments of kindness, moments of restraint, moments of clarity and wisdom. <clears throat> and I'm just going to acknowledge through these years all of the goodness in this life. <clears throat> and may all of this goodness <clears throat> be acknowledged and happily shared. May the blessings of my life, the goodness of my life, <clears throat> be happily offered. To my parents, wherever they may be, even if they've passed away already, to all my benefactors, all my teachers and mentors, <clears throat> who have supported me in my life, my friends, all those that I support. <clears throat> May the goodness in my life, all the blessings in my life be a cause for support for all beings without exception. May this be so.